Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everybody. This is Brandy. And this is Angelina. And welcome to another episode of Talk 40 to Me. Welcome. So nice to be back one-to-one with you, B. It is. This one's going to be, um, so just to kind of manage expectations for our audience, um, this is not a self-help day. This is just <laughs> friends chatting. Just fun conversation. Talking about good stuff. It's an exciting month. One, it's Mardi Gras season, which is what mm-hmm. I was inferring to. Then you have Valentine's Day. Then you have Super Bowl. Yeah. And then Busy. just some other stuff in between. So we're chatting about all that and some other things. If you guys are enjoying our episodes, it would uh, just bring us so much joy to have you um, leave a review on your favorite podcast channel um, because it helps us to see, you know, where are we excelling? How are we uh, resonating with you? And we read all the reviews and it's just so special to us. Um, and it helps us to create the content that's most relevant for you. So, and it's going to help us continue to do this podcast. Yeah. The reviews are really important. Um, yeah. And then uh, if you, if, you know, if you have some feedback on, is there a topic you want us to cover? DM us on, yes, on the gram. <laughs> on the gram. <laughs> I like it. Um, so a letter from Sarah. Good morning from an extremely big fan of the show. Let me just say that even though I am not 40 yet, I still love listening to you ladies every Thursday. All of the advice and topics that you give are not only helpful to those who are in their 40s, but also for those that are not far from turning the big four zero. From the first episode, I can hear a difference in you ladies as well. For example, Brandy was expressing how she wasn't happy about being in her 40s, but now within a few short months, she's embracing it. You guys have a chemistry that really works, and I'm hoping your podcast stays on long after you're done with your 40s. So I thought that was really sweet. That is really sweet. We'll just have to come up with like some other name or point of Talk 40 to me. She suggested- (laughs) When we go in our 50s. She suggested hip hop and grannies. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Or the golden girls. (laughs) I thought that was cute. That was really cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, thank you Sarah thank you Sarah that just it means so much and then um from you go girl which it's g-e-a-u-x go just Louisiana girl love it Um, this is my new favorite podcast it really is like chatting with your best friends really knowledgeable down-to-earth best friends I love the structure of the show and how it's super informative without being stuffy I'm really excited for future episodes because they cover interesting topics that are all very relevant to me I am after all also 40 great job ladies keep it up thank you that means so much it really does it just makes my heart swell mm-hmm. you know I know so it gives us some reassurance that we're not just talking into microphones into the universe and it's not going anywhere. Fill my cup so I can fill yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, how was your week? Good. 
I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> nothing. I, nothing. I've, I've been drowning in my own self-pity and kicking myself for not riding in that parade that you guys rode in. Oh, then better sign up for next year. We missed you at the ball. Brandy couldn't attend the ball. She was super bummed about it. So we turned her into a flat Brandy and carried her around all night. That made me so happy because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss out on all these pictures and all this fun. And yes, I missed out on all the fun, but my head, Your head, my head was, was in a lot of pictures. So it kind of made me feel like I was still present. Yeah. Yeah. We took you everywhere. You, I mean, you danced, you had sat down and, you know, had the meal, came with us everywhere. And, you know, our friends took to um, sticking your, the, the, we had her on a stick and they, they thought it was fun to just kind of shove Brandy in their cleavage and carry her around that way. It's convenient. <laughs> I mean, it was very entertaining. So, yeah, that, I was so, so why don't you tell people, um, about the ball and yeah. what it is and the parade because we may have people who haven't heard about this or yes. aren't as familiar yeah so for those of you who aren't familiar um i'm in new orleans so it's mardi gras season i am a lieutenant in the crew of cleopatra which basically means i'm in charge of um two floats we have a number of lieutenants so everybody's in charge of their own floats and then we have a captain who's in charge of the whole thing it is quite an operation for those of you who are not familiar with Mardi Gras to put on a parade is a big to do. And it's something we plan almost all, all year round for it. So our ball was two weeks ago, which is just basically a big party where we announce the queen and we dance and we have a band and it's just loads of fun. And then the parade itself, we're an all female crew that parades um, uptown New Orleans most the majority of the route is on St. Charles Avenue. Um, and it's just, it's great. We kick off the season of uptown parades We're the first one to roll. So the crowd is usually like really excited. It's a night parade. So we have all this light up stuff and so much goes into it, like decorating your costumes and your headpieces and getting all of your throws. And, and it, it's, it's like a, it's a marathon. Well, and you know, something that I never realized until I started talking to people about either Mardi Gras season or riding in a parade was that pretty much no one else outside of Louisiana or those Southern states that celebrate Mardi Gras, mm -hmm. they don't realize that it's a season. It's and really funny. I mean, it it's stops. very foreign to people outside of that who live in this culture. Um and then, you know, you kind of share a little bit about how it goes on for what, about three weeks, the season? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We and, still have another week to go. And how it leads up to Lent and the intense uh, planning that goes behind it and how you have these crews and what's a crew and why do people have all female parades or all male parades? Oh, by the way, what's a king cake? Hmm. People are, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. I knew what a king cake was. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So all of this ties to, it, it all stems from the Catholic religion and the epiphany, which is when the three wise men visited Jesus. Um, so the king cake is hence from the three wise men, the, you know, and then that's why there's a little plastic baby in there, baby Jesus. 
So that's what, but in true New Orleans fashion, it's like, let's turn this into a big parade in three weeks full of debauchery before we roll into Lent. And then we decide to give, you know, sacrifice something up. Yeah. Give something up, sacrifice things or, you know, which a lot of people, it's usually like chocolate or drinking or some other vice. Yeah. So it's been a whirlwind. It's so much fun. It is a blast. I'm still recovering. I'm finding glitter everywhere though. It's like everywhere. It's just, it even showed up in one of my concealers today. I'm like, why, why is this here? Glitter Um, is the gift that keeps giving and it never goes away. So how are you? I mean, I know you've been kind of like meh about missing the festivities, but so meh. two months into the year, how do you feel just about, you know, I'm I'm working on intentions and healthier eating. I'm starting Taylor's 10-day detox. Not detox. She doesn't call it a detox. It's a reset. Reset. Yes. Her 10-day reset program. This is not an ad. Uh, She is not paying us for that. I'm just saying that I'm starting that. Although my first day has started off in a complete failure because we did not grocery shop this weekend. So I don't have all the stuff. Um, So 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 I'm easing my way into it. And I, and I've had coffee, uh, caffeine twice today. And you're not supposed to, I don't think you're supposed to have caffeine uh-huh. on it. I don't know. I might have to e- ease out of that one, but yeah. I well, mean, for the, for those wondering, um, Taylor, we had her on episode 19. It's titled, we're not hopeless. We're hormonal. Um, and that is Brandy's registered dietitian. So that yeah. go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. Yeah. So she has a restore program where it's much more in depth and intends to kind of help with your hormones and gut health. And Mm. she decided in this new year, she's going to launch a reset program. It's a 10 day program to help you, you know, basically like get rid of your sugar cravings, feel more energetic, get back on track. And so that's what I'm trying. And she has a full meal plan. So that's That's what I need. Like I I literally just tell me what to eat. That's exactly what she does. She tells you how to work out like for 10 days. She tells you like it's a full workout plan. It's a full meal plan. So she tells you exactly what to buy from the grocery store, what to eat every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Um, And then also mindfulness and things like that. So the, and it's, but it ends, uh, it ended. So by the time this airs, the the registration period will end. It ends uh, Monday, February 13th. Yeah, I need to talk to her about doing it. I cannot do any of that until well, carnival. The thing is, um, you don't need to. So you just buy the program and you can print it out and do it whenever you want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I had also talked to um, Barb at with Clean Creations, which she was our episode 20, um, about a, like, I think hers is called the detox after Mardi Gras. And I usually do detox after Mardi Gras because I just kind of fall off the wagon. I eat lots of king cake and um, other gluttonous things. And usually by the time it's over, I'm like, ugh, somebody give me a vegetable. (laughs) Yeah. And see, it's the opposite for me. I get so used to it. I crave it, crave all the bad stuff and I can't get out of the rut. So I just, I'm just doing what Taylor's telling me to do. That's good. It's the easiest way to go about it. Yep. I don't know what I'll be lost after, but mm-hmm. you know, you'll be fine. You're, you can do it. You do great. Um, 
So what it what would what, what's Valentine's Day look like for you guys? Nothing. Nothing. I know. We have no plans. Say all the moms. <laughs> um I will say that I think I'm gonna try and make the boys a sweet treat, like maybe some kind of a um like molten chocolate cake or something like that. I've done that before and I can make it allergy friendly. So uh for Easton. So I might That's try to do idea. something like that. But we really honestly I gotta go Valentine's Day. So we're recording this on Monday the thirteenth. Valentine's Day is tomorrow and I don't I need to go buy gifts for them. Same. I don't have anything. Um this would be a really great poll. I would really love to know who else is under the gun with getting their kids a Valentine's Day gift. And yeah. what are they doing? Like, what are some ideas that other people are doing? I usually just get them some kind of cute little goodie. It might involve a sweet treat. Um, and then any kind of little, like, something. I don't know. They like the f fun cards, too. So I'll probably just run to the grocery store right here nearby and do that but i like your um lava cake idea because we actually learned how to make one in italy and i've never duplicated it yet since we've been back so they would probably enjoy that it's so easy well I'm and so i also yummy. saw even easier you could buy cookie dough and then use a heart-shaped cookie cutter cut them out ta-da heart-shaped cookies done mm -hmm. that's my cheat yep I really like that. Um, the sweet Lauren's love those. Oh, oh yeah. so good. How? What does she put in them that makes them so good? Crack. It's, now, it's crack. <laughs> I've seen on some of the allergy, um, like Facebook groups, like some people are like, "Are they done? Because they don't look done." But then if I cook them too long, they get hard. Yes, they are done. You just have to let them sit. You follow the instructions to a T and then they you are let them sit. gooier, I find, than other, but I love that. Mm -hmm. I prefer a gooier. I can't even tell you, when we went to the beach, y'all, Brandy and I, I think we bought two packs of those. We tore and they, that up. We tore it up. I would pick, so for those of you who don't know, it's an allergy-friendly cookie dough. It's gluten-free. It's not dairy-free though. It really. is. It is dairy-free? I think, yeah. Is it it's top nine friendly? Um, I don't, it might have soy, but it's top, it, it has no top dairy, eight. no egg, no nuts, no gluten. Okay. And I know that doesn't sound exciting, you guys, but it's better than, I would pick that over another brand. I would pick that one over like, you know, your basic run of the mill cookie doughs. I just think they're so good. They're really and good and they're friendly for everyone and you can eat it raw and you they're so raw. good. You know what I like to do? I, cause you know how much I love cookies. If you guys can see Brandy's <laughs> smile right now. <laughs> Just bring She's up cookies very, and it makes you, my day. Like this is where you get your energy when we talk about cookies. <laughs> what do you like to do? As Tell soon me. as they come out of the oven, when they're falling apart and they haven't quite molded together, mm -hmm. I scoop two up mm -hmm. and I put it in a little bowl. And then mm. I put some dairy-free ice cream on it. Mm. So good. Oh, my Sounds gosh. Yummy. I cannot tell you <laughs> how good it is. You just, like, if you like a gooey. Mm, mm. Speaking of things that fill your cup, warm cookies.
Bingo. Well, okay. Found, your, found one of your love languages. Cookies. Um, All right. Let's move on. I'm sure people are tired of hearing about my cookie, uh, my love for cookies. <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl? We did. We, we watched did the Super Bowl. Um, I wasn't cheering for one team over another. So, but I love, did you hear about the mom whose sons were on the two teams? I didn't hear about the mom, but I know about the two brothers who were on the opposite teams. Okay. So last week, the Today Show featured her, the mom. Aww. And I think Bud Light actually has like, did some kind of partnership with her, which I think is hysterical and amazing. Um, so they were doing some PR with her for that. But when she was on the Today Show, she legit had custom attire made where half of her body was one team and half of her body uh-huh. was the other team. And she did the same thing at the Super Bowl. And then I think she delivered the her son's cookies before the game. It's just been the sweetest, most endearing um, like story to follow over the last week. I'm going to have to go look at that. That's so cute. And then mm-hmm. moms are having a moment with the Super Bowl because Bradley Cooper had a commercial with his mom. Oh, really? Yeah. I missed that one. It was, I think, T-Mobile, I think Hmm. it was. Um, And it was basically like them trying to film a commercial together. So they actually like used, it seemed like real bloopers and outtakes that they used to make the commercial, them trying. Oh, I'll have to go back and watch that. I missed that part. It was cute. It was good. I love the Um, commercials. My team did win. We were pulling for the Chiefs. Mm. um, Because why? Well, I wanted the Bengals to win. We like Joe Burrow. I was hoping the Bengals were going to go to the Super Bowl. Me that too. I would happen. have 100% rooted for the Bengals. Right. That didn't happen. So no. um, we like we like Patrick Mahomes in our house. Um, so we were just pulling for the Chiefs. Plus we have family. Um, my husband does in Kansas City. So that's their team. So we we're like, we'll just, we're going to pull for the Chiefs. But he's 27 years old. That's unbelievable. Like, so two Super Bowls, two wins under his belt. He's almost half our age, Angelina. Stop it. Don't you say those things? So gasp. What have I done with my life? <laughs> <laughs> How have you not won a Super Bowl? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> speaking of doing things with your life, Rihanna. Oh my gosh. All right. So I was texting a group of friends. No one had said anything, but then I was like, all right, her outfit looks too obvious. And she just rubbed her belly. Is she (laughs) pregnant? And I'm like, I don't want to judge if she's not, but I feel like this is intentional here with the way it was tight around her belly and how they kept the um like I don't whatever that was over her. Yeah. Was that like like the jumpsuit thing and then jumpsuit, thank you. The strap was low below mm-hmm. her, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this meme and they're like, Rihanna's pregnant with a nine month old baby performing for millions of people at the Super Bowl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's too cold to go outside and walk my dog. Yeah. I I mean, it's just, it is impressive. So impressive. Um, I would not. And when I saw the things that she was standing on, I told, oh, I told Garrett, I was like, I would have a panic attack. Me too. That and made me like, so well, stressed You know, out. they look 
you know, we were talking about how they were tethered in. And I'm like, I'm like, got to take some deep breaths just thinking about myself being up on that thing, which I would never so do. High. I was too. I kept going, oh my God, she's going higher. It's going higher. <laughs> I wanted them to bring it down. Like, stop. I also was surprised that it's not Pepsi anymore. So I don't know what's up with that, but, um, mm. but it's, you know, Apple music. Yeah. And then, and then where my mind led me, like, how cool would that be to be on the team who planned this halftime show, like to work for like Apple music or to have worked in the past for like the Pepsi team who put this on and secured the talent and like, see it all come to life. I get giddy thinking about that. That would have been the coolest thing ever. I think so too. I think that would be awesome. But we work in marketing. So that's where we get our rocks off, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. It was a really cool uh, halftime show. I kind of wish that there were more entertainers because it kind of like, especially when they collaborate, but I thought she did an amazing job. And I have to say the setup was so much better than last year. Do you remember last year they had it like in those separate rooms and you know, oh. it was Eminem and Snoop and 50 Cent and like half of the stadium. Like we had a friend that went to the Super Bowl and he couldn't see them. Like half really? of Really? Yes, because it was like it wasn't open on both sides. So it really I didn't I liked the performances, but the stage setup was terrible. So this her like above everyone well, she was seen oh yeah it was i like the way they set it up it was good i thought it was a great halftime show anybody that's hating on her i don't, I don't get it i haven't I like seen it. any i haven't seen any negative comments i've I just seen... saw some people said they just didn't like it that much hmm. which I, don't, I don't get i'm always a fan of the halftime shows like there's always you know it's always something good mm -hmm. i enjoy always it entertaining anyhow um speaking of other pop culture because we've talked about this before. Um, do you all, if you all remember Anna Delvey, um, Inventing Anna on Netflix, was she's the inspiration for that show, the fake German heiress. Um, well, she landed a reality show, which her real name is Anna Sorokin, but she goes by Anna Delvey. She was convicted of fraud and accused of scamming her way through elite New York City circles. And we'll link this article, but it's going to be called Delvey's Dinner Club. And it's going to be filmed inside her East Village apartment in New York, where she's been since October. Um, but she's she's on house arrest. And they're filming this while she's on house arrest. And she's going to host actors, musicians. And it's like a private chef catered table with candid conversations. So what are your thoughts on this? I'm so conflicted. I know it's I like, want to watch it, but I don't want to give. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want to be a part of the ratings. Right. I, I want to watch it because I'm just so curious, but it's also like, okay, are we glorifying and paying this woman who scammed people? Right. Knowingly scammed people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I find, I just find it very interesting. I don't think it'll last though. I think it'll be like a little mini series and it'll go away. We'll see. I just don't foresee it. Probably, but she's not hurting. They said her apartment is forty-two fifty a month, a one bedroom apartment. So she's got money from somewhere. That's so oh. weird. 
she in in the Forbes article you sent it says that she sold her story to Netflix for over three hundred thousand dollars, and then she's been selling her artwork for. In December, she had sold over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of pieces. Who's buying this stuff from her? I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine buying that. And then Julia Garner, who played her, won an Emmy for for her portrayal and. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah, she won an Emmy, which you guys, if y'all haven't seen Inventing Anna, it oh, is, it's so good. It's a good show. Yeah, it's very, very good. She was a great actress. And then um, I mentioned this on a previous episode, but if you watch that and you become more interested in it, she has a podcast episode on Call Her Daddy. And that was a, such an interesting interview. The girls, she's interesting. That's the, that's my only word for it. <laughs> Look it up if you if you want to hear more about that. Yeah, I'll need to listen to that. I've been saying that. Um, another thing that I find interesting that I think this this already it's getting very crazy feedback um, for, uh, opposite all over the place. But there's a New Jersey restaurant that has decided to ban kids under the age of ten. Thoughts. Well, I'm reading the article right now. <laughs> <laughs> so well, my basically, in, that's my initial it. That's reaction is the basic gist of it. They just said it, it's too noisy and it's too much. And um, I want to say that there is a restaurant in the Dallas area that is also uh, does not allow Lockets. kids. Mm -hmm. Um. I have to respect that. And here's why there are people who want to go to a nice restaurant and they don't want to hear kids and you can't blame them for that. Um, having kids there, there are restaurants that we would go to and there are restaurants that we don't go to knowing the accommodations that they can offer in terms of just being kid friendly. So I get it. I mean, they're quoting, we love kids. We, we really truly do. Um, adding that between noise levels and lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes and the liability of kids running around the restaurant, we have decided that it's time to take control of the situation. I mean, that's fair. And, and, and I guess, you know, you'll see if, um, if it helps or hurts their business. I mean, it, it, it's only time will tell, but it is hard sometimes, you know, and it's, I don't know. I don't really care. I think um, yeah. more power to them if, if that's what they want to do. I'm not offended. I'm with you. I'm not, I, I mean, it is what it is. I have, we, we each have kids and just go somewhere else, but I have a feeling there's going to be some people that think it's ludicrous. I mean, there are people, right. That, Cause there's an uproar right now and they're social about it, but I just thought it was interesting to bring that up and, um, Head to our stories and give us your feedback on that. We can have a poll. I want to know what you guys think. Sounds good. And in positive news, speaking of women doing cool things in their 40s, um, there is a mom of four who started medical school in her 40s. So if you ever think that you can't pursue a dream because you're too old, don't think that. There are people starting over all the time. And I think that's, I just thought it was so inspirational and I wanted to put it out there because I yes. know people who have changed their careers in their thirties up to 40. And I mean, that's a big one, medical school, but 
but I love that she just said she wanted to set a good example for kids and stop being afraid of pursuing a dream. Yeah. And she, you know, she sees that there's an opportunity to make a difference. And I just love that so much. There's another lady that the Today Show featured recently um, who has decided to completely shift her career. And she went back to school and she wants to be a journalist. She really wants to be an anchor. And so she shadowed maybe an NBC affiliate. I can't remember. This has been a while. But um, she shadowed some anchors. Uh, they gave her a chance to kind of get in front of camera and practice. And then she got to go on the Today Show and talk about it. And she's like, I don't know. She might even be in her 50s or older. And she's, com you know, she's like, this is what I want. This is my dream. I want to make this happen. And she was so poised and um, articulate and just, you know, she knew what she wanted. And I just loved that so much. So on Saturday Night Live, they uh, they were talking about how Oprah got fired in her 20s before she became Oprah, how Harrison Ford was in his 30s and was a carpenter, how Vera Wang didn't... Um, like sell her first wedding dress until she was in her forties. It was Leslie, that actress Leslie. Yes. Um, yes. I don't have to give her last name, but yes, that's such. It was such a good clip, but um, such a great point. She said because Oprah wasn't Oprah then. Oprah had to take the time to become Oprah, and then Vera Wang. I think her first dress was she was forty, I believe. I love it. All of these are such great reminders that it's never it's never too late to chase your dreams. And I have to say, now that I'm here, um, I really thought that like 40s, like that was kind of it when I was younger, you know, like once you get to that age, like, but I'm realizing now that I'm here, I don't know. I feel like you just, it's a, it's a good, it's a good space to be in. I feel comfortable with who I am and I'm less afraid to do things and I'm realizing 40 is not that old I used to think 40 was so old <laughs> when I was younger 100 percent yep so. we're not old no definitely not <sighs> but I mean I'm not looking mm -hmm. forward to I will say this I had my annual checkup at my GP just my annual and I just told him you know some stuff with my hormones and my cycle and he was listening and he said, well, you know, I mean, it's getting to be about that age, you know, the next decade, a lot of things are going to change and, you know, perimenopause and then menopause and then you got to get your colonoscopy at 45. Like, what? <laughs> the whole, it's crazy how from like before 40 to after 40 from a, like a medical the standpoint. Conversations yes, the conversations change. The conversations change. So I'm like, now we're talking about mammograms and menopause and colonoscopies. I'm not that old. I don't feel that old to be in that space. It's just so different. Like where you are in your thirties versus your forties, but. Yep. I'm okay with it. I have a good skincare routine and I am exercising. I haven't worked out in a, a month, but okay. But you, you are healthy ish for the ish, most part. We're ish. both healthy ish for the most part. So, and then that that's it. 
I don't really have anything else to say besides that was a bit of a shock. But overall, I am okay with this age. And you look great. Thanks. It's um, skincare and Botox. I need a good skincare routine. I don't have one. My dermatologist really um, helped me with that and simplified my routine. I was using a lot of things and she like took me down from a lot of stuff. So it's really not the, the two biggest things, vitamin C and retinol. That has made all the difference in the world. Vitamin C in the morning, retinol at night, good moisturizer, basic face wash, and eye cream. That's it. Nice. And I feel like my skin has never looked better. Really? I do think you have great looking skin, but you also get like treatments. Yeah, I do get like diamond glow facials once a month. I try. Um, so that really helps with like texture and tone. And then all that other stuff really helped with the the, the pigmentation issues. I need to go back and get one. But if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky lately, it's been like, hmm. I don't know. Sometime like last fall or something, I <clears throat> I had a treatment done. I, I feel a little high maintenance because I'm like my nails are always done. I have to. You're have my, well. I mean, you're posh spice. You're fine. <laughs> you're posh spice. I don't know what I am out of the Spice Girls. I don't know. I don't know. You're still our Charlotte. You'll always be mm -hmm. Charlotte. Charlotte's a, a lot more put together than I am though. But you can. Yeah. You do. I, I can. I mean, I, don't. I just happen to be put together today. I mean, because we have parent-teacher <clears throat> conferences. Most days it's leggings and a hoodie. Same. So same, dress up same. for you today. So, so um, do we want to jump into, let me tell you something? Let me tell you something. Yeah. Would you like to go first? I have fallen victim to the pros, hair care, social ads. Okay, I I saw that. I think it might've popped up on our talk forwarded to me Instagram. So it's probably targeting you and I saw it on our account. Yes. What, what is this? So it's apparently a hair treatment system. You go online and you fill out this like survey where it asks you, um, you know, what what type of texture, what kind of, trouble do you have with your hair? What type of hair do you have? Like, is it fine? Is it oily? Is it normal? Um, where do you live? So that way they can look at like the, in, at least, you know, based on what they're telling us, the environment, where you live, uh, the type of water that it is that you're exposed to. And then they figure out what kind of product you need. And you can also select if you don't wait if you don't want like sulfates i think and <clears throat> is it sulfates i think it's sulfates yeah or um if you don't want silicone in it okay oh like silicones parabens sulfates <clears throat> probably yeah 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 para yeah. yeah so i selected i don't want those and then it says here you go and you get there's a mask that they recommend the shampoo the conditioner and then they also recommend supplements like custom supplements. And um, I elected out of the supplements and I ordered the mask and the shampoo and the conditioner because my hair is, I cannot get it to stop breaking. Like the bottom, I constantly have split ends and my hairdresser keeps trimming them up. 
and we can't figure out like ever since I moved to this new town, my hair is just jacked up. So we know that the water is kind of is pretty hard here. I put a filter on my shower head and that's not changing it. So I said, what do I what do I have to lose? It's very expensive, but so is getting my hair cut, you know, every few weeks too. So let's see what happens. Um, I got my, I did my first hair treatment um, this weekend. My hair is up. So even if we did show this publicly, like you can't see anything because my hair is in a, in a bun. But um, the mask was interesting. It's supposed to help with like flakiness and things like that, like dandruff. Mm -hmm. without uh damaging your hair color um the shampoo i wasn't loving whatever the shampoo was that they sent me um my hair got really knotted up mm. and i don't like that when i get a shampoo that like makes my hair like really knotted that's the best way i can describe it but the conditioner unknotted it and it felt smoother or it felt smooth but i'm just I'm on the fence. I haven't, I've only done it once. I need to do it a couple more times. There's apparently a 30 day guarantee that if you don't like it, then you can send it back, get your money back. So I'm trying it out. Well, let's see, stay tuned. What was that? You remember that hair care system years ago that everybody got into <clears throat> and then they found out it was making people's hair fall out. And then the guy Well, that's what sued. I was worried about. That's what I was like, oh, well, is it gonna make my hair fall out? I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember what it was it called, kinda, but it was when, it was such, when, yes, I tried it. Um, and then I ended up sending it back because I didn't like it, but thankfully I didn't stay on it long enough for it to affect my hair. I um, know that's what I'm worried about. I'm like, uh, I see my hairstylist tomorrow. I'll ask her about it. Yeah. Keep us posted. Yeah. So Chronicle, the chronicles of Brandy's hair journey. Mm -hmm. But in when they're like, well, you're not shampooing your hair, you're doing something else to it. Wow. It's some wow. kind of a tagline that anyway, so that's my, let me tell you something. I'm trying pros, but here's the thing. If anyone else is trying pros or has tried pros, please let me know. I yeah, really want to know. DM us. Um, so Brandy can get your feedback. Mm -hmm. I need to know. Well, keep me posted. I'm an Aveda and Pureology girl. I kind of rotate between both of those. So yeah, I might send it back just cause I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so there may be no follow-up because Enneagram six, she's going to second guess Panicking. herself. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's being a hundred percent changing your mind about a decision you were a hundred percent sure of yesterday. Yeah. I totally yep. bought it. And then I was like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that, <laughs> but I can't, it's too late. Um, I, mean, I think that when I spend too much at Sephora. But for the still, record, still for the it. record, I'm not speaking ill of prose because I have nothing good or bad to say. I just live in a constant state of paranoia and worry <laughs> on anything on any level. I know it could be anything and you would be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be okay. Which is why I haven't done Botox yet. So I'm like, mm. and see, Angelina like loves Botox. Yeah. Look at, look at how, look at that. My forehead, y'all can't see, but my forehead is not moving. Uh, it's moving a little bit. Well, your eyebrows are moving. A little bit. Yep. Um, so let me tell you something. Tell me. 
I recently had, um, so every year with a group of um, friends, we have Galentine's. So we have a, you know, a whole night where we- I love that. I know, it's so fun. We get together and just celebrate one another and we drink wine and we have a nice dinner and we give each other gifts. Um, So my gift this year, in addition to some little chocolates I bought for everyone, I wanted to do something different. So the San Antonio Zoo is doing- um, something called cry me a cockroach, which I hate the name because I don't do roaches, but hear me out. So basically you can make a donation and they, your, your donation, um, they will feed, um, a roach, a rodent or any kind of vegetable, um, to the animals. Um, and then they're going to name that roach after someone you broke up with. So, um, basically I gifted that to all the girls. I had them all give me a name of an You gifted. I gifted them. How did you even find out about this? I saw it. I saw it on, um, somewhere on Instagram. Might have been the Today Show or somebody shared it. Somebody shared it. And so, um, I don't know if it's still going on post Valentine's, but this is their big fundraiser. So, and if you wanted, if you wanted to be really petty, you could email the ex anonymously, letting them know that there was a roach or a rodent named after them and it had recently been fed to an animal at the San Antonio Zoo. Oh my (laughs) gosh, that is hysterical. So I told all the girls and I got the, the ex's names. And so it's going to email each of them when their roach gets fed. So it'll say like, I don't know if your ex's name is um, like it said, Jacob was a popular name last year. If you're acting, it'll say, you know, Jacob, the roach was just fed to, um, I don't know, said animal, whichever animal eats roaches. I don't know, but you can do it for five, 10 or 25 bucks. Um, and then for way it gets better. If you want for $150 extra donation, they'll make a individualized video of said roach or rodent no, fed to the no. animals mm-hmm. and they'll send it to you and to your ex. <laughs> so that's that, hilarious. So right? disgusting, but it, that's disgusting. Amazing. I know. I bet they get so much money from that. Oh, it's genius. That's a oh genius idea. I mean, imagine being at the table when they're brainstorming fundraising and someone throws out probably as a joke, like we should have a fundraising contest where, you know, we name one of these roaches and after as, an ex, after an ex, and let's see how much money we raise. And I bet this is how it's playing out in my mind. Somebody threw that out in their round table as a, as a joke. Everybody mm-hmm. laughed. And then somebody was like, that's probably a really good idea. Like we should, we should really try this. Everybody was really excited when I announced it and yeah. So go look, go look it up. If you um, are interested, they may still be doing it. It's um, from the San Antonio zoo. It's on their website and their hashtag is hashtag cry me a cockroach. Cry me a cockroach. That's genius. Way to go. San Antonio zoo. I know. Right. That's some good marketing right there. Brilliant. So. Can you take a screenshot? We got to share that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So I did it for, um, you know, six of my friends made a donation to the zoo. I love it. 
<laughs> so um we hope everyone is having a great february that you had a good valentine's and that your mardi gras if you are celebrating went well mm-hmm Yep. And that you all have a great Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, or if you choose not to celebrate, cheers to you. Yeah. I'm not a big Valentine's person. I think we'll just, we just cook at home and then we actually celebrate with the kids. So yeah, same. Nothing, nothing major happening over here. Mm -mm. No. And February is almost over. Can't believe it. We're I can't believe going that. into March. That's crazy. It's almost springtime, which is my favorite time of the year. I I would be excited if we Spring actually summer. got a spring. We don't get. It's just it. It's cold and then it's hot. Like that's okay. Today there was ice on my window. Tomorrow the high seventy three. I like and it. 80, 82. Ugh. Like make up your mind. You know, with this weather, I can't. Well, that's how it is in Texas, but I like the warm days. I know you you're you're a hot girl. I know you like like your warmth and your sunshine. Which I don't mind it either. I just don't like it when we get into the nineties and it's a hundred percent humidity. Mm, I don't mind it. Really? At all? Mm mm. No, I mean, if I don't want to go out there, I don't go outside. But the great thing is you can go out for a walk and sweat. And detox it out of your body without having to put a lot of effort into it. Seems like, you know, a good trade to me. It's one way to look at it. I just don't like how it makes me stink. And then I have to wash my hair more often. These mm. are girl problems. Well, that's what deodorant's for. <laughs> I do wear deodorant. I know you do. <laughs> I do. But you know, like your hair, like you just, you smell like a puppy dog. Hmm. I'm not a big sweater, so I don't know. Maybe I need to I hydrate either. more. It's just, it, I don't either. It's just like the, I don't know, being out. I know what you're talking about. All right. Happy. Everything. February. Happy Mardi Gras mm -hmm. to all our people in, uh, the, in Louisiana and the Southern areas that are celebrating. Happy Valentine's Day or post-Valentine's Day. Thanks, everyone, for your time today. Uh, thanks for bearing through all of our chatter. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and stay tuned for next week. As always, we post every Thursday. And please keep the reviews and the feedback coming. We so greatly appreciate you. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Adios. Cheers. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk Forwarding to Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.